Buddy. Hey guys. Hey George. What's up, Charlie? How are you? Good, man. Doing uh, part two of our loungy yeah. music festival. Which is uh, today is such a beautiful, warm, hot day that it's just very. Uh, it's sort of anti what it, what actually is feeling outside. We're doing two kind of uh, not kind of sad dark albums but you can um, make you make your own state of mind so sure, the weather the yeah. weather can't stop us from going lounging dark i just see these as sort of rainy day uh rainy days rainy day albums um and i like that i like the yeah if not you know rainy day doesn't have to necessarily be raining it's a state of mind yeah and in southern california we don't have time to wait for those days to come they're just <laughs> too infrequent so we have to make our own rainy days yeah every day blends into the same sunny day but ah. Uh, and and the man that we're talking about is Tom Waits. Thomas this is his Waits. Deb- debut, uh, nineteen seventy three album, Closing Time. Who is also from this area as well. So yeah, you're singing, talking about a guy that's singing like this. Southern He's California from boy. here. Uh huh. So yeah, he um, born in Pomona. Born in Pomona, um, which is weird. Moved, uh, he moved around a little bit. Whittier, San Diego County, Chula down near Vista, the border. Uh huh. He uh, yeah. So in L A, Southern California, dude. Um, which is weird. Some something in my mind, I was like associating with like Memphis or something. Um, but he's a he's an LA dude through and through. I mean, yeah. he, his his start of his career, he was uh, he was playing live at the at the Troubadour, like you know, every other night, every night, whatever for for peanuts for nothing. Monday nights. Yeah, Monday nights. You'd have to wait in line, whole all whole bunch of musicians throughout the day to see if you could get on and play for whatever yeah, twenty minutes, like open 10 minutes. mic or something. Yeah, an open mic. Um, so yeah, this is his first album, um, and Tom Waits definitely has a legacy after this, for sure. Um, this is, is this the first time we're doing band's first albums? Mm, Might be. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, so Tom Waits, his career has been long and illustrious. And, um, and very different. His yes. voice doesn't, you'll never hear Tom Waits sound like this. Yeah, between this one... And uh, what's the second one called? Um, Heart of Saturday Night. The one with Scott Step right up on it. Um, a small change. Yeah, that's fourth album, I think, or third. Oh no, what's what song? What's uh, album number two? Heart of Saturday Night. Might be what I'm thinking. Well, no, small change is where he definitely goes into his uh, Louis Armstrong. Um, Step right up and. The piano has been mm-hmm. drinking. Oh yeah, hard to Saturday night. The, the, this album and uh, closing time and those ones are the only time we'll hear Tom Waits crooning. Yeah, um, singing well. He's got a scratchy, gritty voice, but in this album, he's crooning. Yeah, um, which is, I, it was an aesthetic choice or what? But he, his first album, they recorded this at, uh, at most of it at Sunset Sound. 
um, in Hollywood, which we brought up before for Neil um, Young, Led Zeppelin, The Doors, mm-hmm. Johnny Rolling Mitchell, Stones. Rolling Stones. Yeah, everybody. Blah blah blah. We brought it up on what? On, oh no, it was like Neil Young. Neil Young, yeah. The first. So, mm-hmm. so there was a lot. You know, he was going in there, and he was. You know, obviously, it's his first album. He wasn't doing anything. I didn't have much of a a pool. Yeah, and nothing. Yeah, so he would record this album when the studio had more important people to coming in. You know, then most people were working like late at night and stuff. So he would come in and he called this album like his uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Al- album. Where Which is crazy. This is go- Everything's going against everything this album sounds like. Mm-hmm. It sounds like late night, dark, mm-hmm. rainy, rainy, rainy day yeah. town. He did this 10 to 5 on sunny California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in the, at this time, he was pretty much nobody. He was sleeping in his car, um, not, you know, making much improvement in his career yeah, he, he was playing you know he was playing at the at the uh, at the Jupiter all the time but that didn't you know yeah, cool. no. do open mics all the time um, and then he got, and, and, he got in with some people and, and, and wanted to record this and 70, this 72 was the singer songwriter fucking explosion mm-hmm. so everyone with the guitar thought they were the next Neil Young or whatever coming through and we're going to the Troubadour the thing that makes Tom White so great and original and cut from a different cloth from everyone else in that time was he wasn't following the 60s and that kind of trajectory he was a huge Bing uh, Crosby fan Sinatra loved Dylan I mean he did a lot of, did a lot of Dylan covers mm-hmm. I think everyone Dylan's the one people you can always Rely on, on. An influence. yeah, yeah. Uh, Louis Armstrong, which his voice ended up sounding like, uh, Holland Wolf, and then he was, you know, he's he's kind of like the Bukowski of music. Yeah, singing about the dirty, nitty gritty, L.A. life, uh-huh. the drunken, especially with the L.A. life, because Bukowski was yeah specifically L.A. Yeah, and, and um. he, correct, you know, just kind of the traveling drunk. Uh, which it, it kind of goes to what you're saying. The first couple albums, he sings like this, and there was a quote somewhere he said. I sounded like everyone, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. just was—he he didn't want to keep going that trajectory. And he was—he was playing the part of the drunk. He was a literally a yeah. drunk, and yeah. just realized that the romantic part of it was st- the reality was actually really sad. Yeah, and uh, found his woman affecting him, and I think like '83, and that forever changed his songwriting, the way the way the song sounds, mm-hmm. and he went that new Tom Waits. Uh, direction. So this is something that will never be heard again. If Tom Waits sings these songs now, they don't sound anything like it. That person is gone, and that's kind of what makes this album kind of special. Yeah, absolutely. And Jesus, for an uh, uh, opening album, like he already had his, he was pretty confident in his songs and how fleshed out they were. This doesn't sound like a guy who's uh, scratching together. Yeah, shit to put together. you know, like we no. talked about Cat Power, and she definitely was coming from a. You know he's he's already he's more of a musician. He's really good at the piano. She you could hear her progression get better throughout the albums. Yeah. He just kind of came full swinging with a, with the sound he was ready for. Oh, absolutely. His uh, as I mentioned on the Cat Power episode, his piano playing style definitely influenced me um, as a piano player. He's just got this cool. Not, he's not doing anything anything fancy, but it's got soul. It's yeah. got um. It's got blues in it, yeah. Um, and he he's he's an underrated piano player. I think as far as you know, as far as musicians go, his piano playing is awesome. Yeah. And this album is um, is piano, 
is horns, is drums, stand up bass, him singing and stand up bass. Yeah, yeah. and it, they, it, those kind of show up everywhere in this. And, and this horn sound that we're hearing right here, and we'll get into it. It's it's all over this album. Yeah, it's all over it. Yeah, and uh, he was he was back at uh, the Troubadour, and David Geffen, who's I mean, the guy's found so many mm-hmm. huge artists in his time, but he heard him playing Grapefruit Moon, which will be one of the songs later in the album at the Troubadour, and was just blown away and said, this guy's uh, got something. He signed to Asylum Records, um, and the album is produced and arranged by uh, Jerry Yester, who was a band member of the Love and Spoonful, band in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And the, the cool thing about him coming in is... Tom Waits wanted to go more jazz piano kind of album, which it is, but uh, Jerry Yester was pushing for folk, more the folk kind of sound to it, and it is. It's a collage. It's a folk jazz piano mm-hmm. album, mm-hmm. and I like how this, the songs kind of mix mix and match between jazzy ballad, slow, late night, and kind of folky songs, and it's it's a good mix. Yeah, absolutely. His, his uh, just his voice alone yeah. just calls for for sat for melancholy songs yeah um and with with yeah you can't see him singing some like uber dance number yeah yeah Yeah. although he does you know he 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 still he does his own style for more up-tempo songs obviously it's Mm -hmm. not everything's a slow piano ballad but he comes in with i mean the dude's a legend for a reason yeah um Obviously, his his music career, but like the, the dude's kind of a jack of all trades too. Um, you know, he can act, he can he can he can write, he can um, he can play piano, he can play guitar, he can sing, he can write lyrics. He's sort of a, a five you know five player tool, jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. And you get the uh, kind of classic cover, which he said he wanted to, to wanted the picture to make it feel what the album sounded like. And it's just uh, him leaning up against his, his piano. Mm-hmm. He's got a his drink on the piano. He's got a shot of rye, bottle of beer, mm-hmm. cigarettes, ashtray. Um, he's got the pool table uh, lamp over him. It's 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 a sweet sweet cover. Yeah, and it's definitely you can every one of these songs are I can imagine a bar closing time just yeah. playing any of these songs and it's yeah. like everybody kind of being like all right cool we can yeah. time to go home yep you know and you get sing along and go home you can see tom just in the corner just kind of in a little oblivious drunken stupor mm-hmm. singing his uh pretty but sad songs um and the, the thing that shows him as such a great songwriter is even on his debut album a couple of these songs would be covered immediately by Big bands that you know, the Eagles cover the first song on here. There's uh, Tim Buckley and Bette Midler cover Martha, another song on there. So his people could just tell that this guy was a great song. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But in that time when they, when this was released in, in 1973, uh, it didn't do well no. commercially um, in in America, uh, really ever. You know, um, it's the Eagles kind version of, helped. That yeah, helped it along for sure. Yeah. Um, this 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 album did become you know a little bit more popular overseas, uh, which is always weird. It's yeah, funny it how be. that happens, you know. Um, but for any his first album, then he would continue to. Now the songs are some of his 
off of this album are some of the most popular songs he has. Yeah. Um, but right away did not did not do do not do too well. Yeah, it's weird how that. It's I don't know if it's just the mood the country's in that because it seems like that was singer songwriter epic moment there, uh-huh. but I don't know. It just United Kingdom was more in the mood for that, and uh, that's kind of where he, he got certified gold for this album. That's where it kind of started off. But as we've said before, some great albums don't have to be huge right off the box. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Or even con- or even uh, commercial successes. I don't think any any of our albums are like well. I mean, they're all big, but not like ridiculously massive selling albums. Mm. Outcast was yeah, and uh, Room on Fire. Room on Fire was huge, yeah. yeah. So I mean, whatever. It's not. It's it's fine that we're gonna do huge, even bigger albums. But yeah, uh-huh. this but one like doing like uh, Appetite for Destruction or something. Like yeah, that, you know, or The Wall or yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is this time too. So that was kind of the huge thing. It was more, yeah. You know what? This was it was singer songwriter, but it was also glam rock. Bowie and Lou yeah. Reed, who we did. Mm-hmm. And Lou Reed was another big one. Uh-huh. Um, yes. So maybe just kind of again, these are kind of sadder songs, so they're not radio. Let's Apparently put it with on everything and put else on the party. Uh, yeah. yeah, with everything else coming out of the time, and uh, yeah, and this is this is this is a throwback to fifty years before mm-hmm. this. It's not like you know he's going way back. He's going. He's he's going. Not fifty years. Like more like thirty years. You know, the forties or fifties. Kind of just like ballady, epic, yeah, stringy. You know, sing songs. Yeah. Um, and and it's uh. It, it's another song that would would you have just said doesn't get lost in time or gets lost in time yeah this one you could yeah you could you could be like oh this is a 70s album or is it the 50s uh-huh or yeah you're not really sure it fits mm-hmm. somewhere in there um yeah, yeah if you said 73 everything else that was coming out in 73 was not like this and not that this is any this isn't Groundbreaker. You know, ziggy, ziggy stardust or anything yeah. like that um it's just a fucking perfect album. Yeah. Um, up and down. You know, it's got 12 songs, 45 minutes or something like that. So he he, he gives you a nice tight wrap uh, package here. 45 minutes seems a good cutoff time unless you're just really going for some epic album mm-hmm. structure. Um, yeah, I, I think we should uh, dive in. Unless you got anything else um, pre- him starting up, I mean, just him showing up to the Troubadour every Monday ended up mm-hmm. working out for him. When uh, when they were recording uh, this at Sunset Sound, the other people that were perform- were recording in there were Buffalo Springfield, uh, Joni Mitchell, and The Doors. Wow. So, yeah, like a one-time, <laughs> a lot of talent coming in through there. Yeah. Um, which is kind of another one of those, like... Uh, forever memorable recording studios um but yeah we can go into the first one uh the first song is one of his biggest songs yep still oh, plays it oh does he I, well he's played it in some of his like um uh, not unplugged but storyteller things uh-huh. this was this was one of them cool uh old 55 tommy waits time went so quickly I went 
songs good old 55 the cadillac shout out to uh i don't know if this is his car he's now there's we can talk about what we think the song is about he kind of in the storytellers said that he had a friend larry beezer uh who was out on the date and needed to get this woman back to pasadena and his car could only go in reverse <laughs> so he was driving home you know getting flashed people honking at him, passing him by. Um, but there's no doubt that this is a, a man coming back home after a late night rendezvous with a lady. Mm-hmm. And he's feeling like a million bucks. Just probably got the windows open, song blaring. It's six in the morning, everyone's starting to go to work, and he doesn't give a shit. He just got laid. He just had a great night. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's weird. It's he, There's that feeling, but there's a sadness to it. It's that, that he's still driving off into, He's still driving away alone You yeah. know He's yeah. driving home And uh, you know, he just had a bunch of fun But at the end of the day He's still it's driving strong. off into the, uh, is it, is the it, abyss on his, on his lonesome Maybe he knows that this isn't, wasn't going to be a thing It was just a fun night But mm-hmm. he probably Maybe he wanted Hoping maybe I could stay over Or I don't know Maybe not but it just maybe the appreciation that yeah you know, this is great this is awesome I'm a, I'm a young dude but this won't always you know yeah this won't always be a thing I want to do yeah uh, I I love the uh, the I lead the parade and just imagine him being on the highway and he thinks he's like the lead car yeah. and everyone's following him mm-hmm. like cheering him on yeah he's feeling good about himself for sure he's and I think he's a little drunk you know maybe they got a little it's too tipsy. Um, super catchy there. It's great. Vocal, the vocal harmonies that's going on in this are just bananas. Yeah, that's They're so pretty. That's actually John Sider, the drummer, who's mm-hmm. doing backup vocals. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a. I mean, he even says the lyric, "I was feeling so holy." It's just feeling alive. After a great night, it's it's almost referencing the "Could We" song from. Uh, Pat Power, uh-huh. just that great beginning feeling, whether it was a date or a night of sex, or just that meeting that person that made you feel alive, for even a, even for a minute. For uh-huh. yeah, late it's, night hookup. Mm-hmm. Um. So you did, uh, you did say that uh, the Eagles made this song popular. They did. He does have a funny quote about this. Uh, um, he actually has two pretty good quotes. Um, I frankly was not into the. I was not that particularly crazy about their rendition of it. The song's about five years old. It's one of those first songs I wrote, so I felt that there was, that it, I felt that it was kind of flattering that somebody wanted to do your song, but at the same time, I thought their version was a little antiseptic. 
uh, goes on further. He mentions he doesn't like the eagle in Eagles in general. Nah, I don't like the Eagles. They're about as exciting to watch as paint dry. Their albums are good for keeping the dust off your turntable, and that's about all. <laughs> He's saying this about his label mates. I wonder if it's just a fucking little shit talking. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've heard that version. It's it's nothing special. It, uh-huh. It's kind of it's soul's soul? gone out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's a little too clean. Yeah, I mean, which the Beach Boys are, or the Eagles are. Yeah, they're kind of a glorified boy band um, but this isn't about the Eagles this yeah. is about Tom Waits yeah. um, and so yeah first song first song that he wrote an old song that he had um, and it does it's a great well, one it's one of uh, his pop, most popular ones I'm sure all these are I mean this is the first album these are the ones mm-hmm. that have been and running around in his brain for probably the last five years yeah. as, as this one was this might have been his oldest one um but yeah, really nice uh, playing too, and it's gonna be pretty much this. There's gonna be some horns and stuff like you talked about, but pretty basic instrumentation. Uh-huh. Um, nice little uh, acoustic going on, and I think this is where this is more the jazzy piano song. The next one will be more folky, and it'll kind of go back and forth from there. Mm-hmm. But a great kind of uplifting. Absolutely, it's like I just I can see them like. Four or five guys on stage, you know, Neil Young, a bunch of guys. See, it's one of those like it's a good sing along mm-hmm. songs, and a lot of the songs on this album are mm-hmm. just catchy to sing along with. Yeah, he, he uh, knows how to big choruses. Uh, yeah, he knows how to put together a chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's riding with Lady Luck, his car. Yeah, love songs are just driving. I like the the way the first verse goes into the now the sun's coming up part. Just has such a powerful, yeah, that's powerful transition. part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's singing like a pimp. It really is. Just a cool motherfucker singing. Yeah, and not again, not over singing, mm-hmm. not uh, showing off. Just mm-hmm. singing what needs to be done, the notes that need to get the point across. All right. Old 55. Uh, and it's almost like Cat Power 2, where these first two songs are the big, like, these would be the two singles, the two biggest songs uh-huh. of the album. And then I think Old 55 was the only single, too. Was it the only one? Yeah. All right, well, let's go. I'm surprised, because this one, this second song, seems like it could be a mm-hmm. pretty big song. I hope that I don't fall in love with you. So 
you slowly start hearing the hoppers chord kick in right there. Which is a very folksy thing to do. Yep. This is the this is definitely folk song. I wonder if this is one of the newer ones. Well, we have a man um, catching eyes with a woman at a bar. Now this song it can be interpreted so many different ways. I think. Is, is he just drunk and you know imagining this? Like imagine this girl's like, oh, she's eyeing me. You know, even the uh, he talks about that the guys. That the woman's with another guy. The guy you're you're up has up and split. The chair next to you is free, and I hope that I don't, you don't fall in love with me. I mean, maybe this guy just went to the bathroom, but in his drunken stupor, he's like, ah, oh. he left her for good. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is my chance. She's gonna come here. It's 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 it has that sound to it instead of just the romantic like, oh, this it, this is a love going on. It's a man projecting. His desires, his wish, really. Yes. Yeah. He's trying to visualize, and, and maybe he can, uh, his visual visualization will come to fruition. And no, and and at the end, I mean, he never does anything. No. So yeah. again, he's just he's building this whole fantasy. Like maybe I shouldn't even do anything because you'll probably fall in love with me, or I'll fall in love with you. And do we even need to go yeah. down that road right now? Yeah. Now it's closing time. The music's fading out. Last call for drinks. I'll have another stout. Well, I turned around to look at you, and you're nowhere to be found. I found the place of your lost face. Guess I'll have another round. And I think that I just fell in love with you. So, I mean, what he's getting at is he chose another drink yeah. over the the balls mm -hmm. to get up and go talk to the woman whose man just went to the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe he's closing the tab. I don't know. I just always like that, where the man just got up and left. It's like, probably not, but yeah. maybe like... <laughs> he's gone. They had a fight, and it's know, over. Yeah, My yeah, turn. Uh, I don't think I've done it. No, I definitely haven't done it. But I've I've have been with girlfriends and gone to the bathroom, come back, and we're like, oh, there's a guy talking to her all yeah. of a sudden. Like, how convenient, you yeah. know? And I don't give a shit because I'm just gonna come right back in. But mm -hmm. it's this, oh, this guy's those vultures. That's yeah, absolutely, and he's absolutely. Just like, and he's just like, maybe I can throw her a little something, and she'll be so amazed by my wonder. Like, he probably sized me up and was like, no, yeah. that guy's not for yeah. her, you know. And it's, mm -hmm. This is what this song sounds like to me. Um, There's a thing in here that he he'll talk about a few times. He loves talking about Tomcats. Yes, that's like an old school. A, just the lonely, yeah. Just the lonely, uh, lonely, solitary dude. Well, I love the line right before. Well, the night does funny things inside a man. Mm -hmm. You could have me interpreted so many ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Things that you won't understand either, and yeah. that you you a guy going to hit on a girl who's obviously with someone. Just I don't know why I did it. Yeah. Just a guy at night, lonely. Been drunk. I know. I'm in love with you. <laughs> I love you. I know I do. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, th at the end, she's gone, and now I think I just fell in love with you. That's just like a... It's, it's almost like, like... I told you so. Yeah, it's almost like Dora's like, don't you love her madly while she's walking out the door? Like, mm -hmm. don't you always... When there, when there's no chance of you having to worry about doing anything. That's the one you want? Yeah. yeah how convenient. The Very one that got away. So it's more of a sad, drunk guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is, I, I feel like you could also play this at a wedding and people wouldn't even catch on to that. Yeah, right. You know? It's like, oh, I hope I don't fall in love because it's just, it's going to be too good. Or, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I love those ones where it's like, it's not a happy song at all. No. <laughs> yeah, the, he's, he, but it's I mean, got the words love and you in it. Yep. I hope I don't fall in love with you. Oh, because it's going to be so real. But I mean, yeah. maybe eventually he does get her. Um, just another great one, and just his songwriting. Uh, 
it's understated, but it's it's very very fucking good. Yeah, I wrote drunken haze fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just building up this whole thing in your head, probably not even happening, but in your romantic way, this is all working for you until she walks out the door. Yep. And then you know what? You get beer still. So, cheers. It won't be the first time. Won't be the last time. Banger. Banger. First banger of the podcast. And uh, today but he we're bang her. today. Yeah, exactly. Banger hardly knows her. Yeah, today different beer. We got uh, America. Yeah, it's the America beer by uh, America, I think, right? Yeah, it's, it just says America on it. Liberty and justice for all. This is the most American thing I've ever... Mm-hmm. Home of the brave. Goddamn, it's tasty. Land of the free. It tastes like freedom. It does. So, America. Cheers. Um, cheers. We'll go on to song number three. Virginia Avenue. songs without being drunk yeah yeah you know like you got some songs it's like you've you've at least have to have done acid like certain levels like you couldn't have gone there i think you can write songs easier drinking i just it's just it's got a looseness and just the the way he's singing yeah i don't know if you can get there in a normal headspace unless you're just tom waits and you're just that kind of guy but tom waits was uh he was quite the drinker. Quite the drinker. And uh, it just especially this song just m- bleeds it. Uh, quick thing, right before that last song, the acoustics, the acoustic guitar playing. It's Chef Cook who plays along with him. Amazing. It was just beautiful. I skipped over that, so I wanted to give a shout out to Chef Cook. Um, Powerful. Yeah, this one comes in lullaby-ish. Drunken lullaby. Drunken lullaby. Um, we got the horns coming in now, or the trumpet. And, yeah. I, and he it's plays like the trumpet, trumpet, but I don't think he doesn't he doesn't play on the album, but he's a trumpet player. I think he writes some of it and it has someone better yeah, yeah, like yeah. do the actual recordings. Yeah. Um so he's walking on down Virginia Avenue. Uh, Virginia Avenue was an old uh in it was a main street back in the day in Reno, Nevada in the forties and sixties, and Harold's Club was the big casino there. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it was run down too. So this character is uh, just trying to look for someone to listen to him. Those troubles to drunkenly babble. You know, is it that kind of thing where he's just hey, walking like falling on someone? They're like, get out of here! Like, leave me alone! Just a drunken rambling guy. Or 
is a curse in the world and ah, no one fucking listens to me and no one understands he's trying to rip open doors and they're all closed he's, he's, just, he's stumbling around he's got the bottle in his in a in a yeah it's, yeah. it's like almost a typical drunk dude walking home by himself just, yeah like, first he was driving home and now he's walking home uh after a night after a night yeah out. this is him walking not like i didn't get that i didn't talk to her i didn't should have done something and mm-hmm. and there's also that like desperate like I don't want to let this night go because I know repercussions are coming soon. Yeah. I want to keep it going. Mm-hmm. It's that we've I, all been there. I hope this night never ends. Mm-hmm. Sublime thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Just I, I, it's coming to close, and I know the hang- hangover is gonna be bad. Yeah. And I've said some stupid shit, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling bad. Let's just keep it going while we can. Um, and that's singing right there. Oh, this song reminds me so bad. Uh, or I think um, Scott Weiland like m- didn't take this, but on on some of Scott Weiland's solo stuff and on his like mellow j- jazz kind of songs, he he sounds like this. Like he must have. I mean, whatever people sing a lot alike, but I, he's got I think Waits he's got a Tom Waits influence or this young Tom Waits. This it just I hear Scott Weiland in a lot of these. And it's that druggy, drunk kind mm-hmm. of. It's a drunk, drunk crooning. Yeah. 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 But the voice is there. It's not just him going, yeah. but he's, no. he's drinking a lot yeah. and he's singing his song. And you he know, he sings it with such confidence. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not, he's not whispering. He's definitely not whispering. He's, he's, he's going for it. Um, but in a Tom Waits way, he's not I'm not like, you know, Freddie Mercury or anything like that. Nope, he's doing, nope never picks it up. He's pushing his limit for Tom Waits, you know. And I, I was about to say, play at 122, but I think that's what that was just mm-hmm. was. It's a nice little solo, a little trumpet solo, and some really nice piano playing. It's like we're uh, we're on that porch again during Cat Power's album, uh-huh. but now it's even later and the whiskey's pretty much gone. And like a couple of the guys are laying just they're laying flat, <laughs> just looking up at the sky. And, like there's only a couple of us talking. Yeah, everyone's trying to fall asleep. But everyone's just like this song, no, they not kind of talk. And yeah, I mean it's past closing time. It's yeah. he should be sleeping yeah. and he refuses. Go to bed, Tom. It's only a quarter to two. And they're catching up on me. They're yeah. catching up on me. Keeps on doing it. Catching up, up on me. Alright, let's go into the next one. Powerful. Old shoes and picture postcards. 
been putting it off for a while, but it's hard to find out, cause the truth is clear, that I cry when I'm seeing you smile. So good and The standard relationship not meant to be. I need to go on the road, honey. The magic's gone. Magic's gone. Yeah, absolute standard. Um, but it's God got big. Damn, is it pretty? It's got big uh, strumming, acoustic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's da- it's huge sing along. Like this seems like it was written around a campfire. Yeah, absolutely. I think that again, that's the same. Uh, Drummer John Sider doing the backup vocals, yeah. and he sounds great with him. So good. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's like. It's almost like a traveling Wilbury style or yeah. something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, three, just three chord song and you know, campfire acoustic song. A, a man being called by uh, by outside forces mm-hmm. and uh, has love for this girl. You know, the, he, he's got so many different uh, feelings going on in this album. Yeah. He's wanting love. He's uh-huh. got it. He's it's tired uh, of it. Sex, it's, just on. One, it's all switching in from one night to the next. And that's a, that's, I mean, that's a man's life or a woman, anyone's life, but that's a drunken's life, too. So goodbye, so long. The road calls me dear, and your, your, your tears cannot bind me anymore. And farewell to the girl with the sun in her eyes. Can I kiss you? And then I'll be gone. So see you later, sweetie. Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I, I wish I could stay, but sorry, you know, sorry, not sorry, time to go. And it's it's weird. There's songs later on that are about an older man looking back. It could be this guy, uh-huh. you know. Like some of these songs kind of fit into each other if you wanted to. Like if you're saying a story of this long journey of a guy, and this guy moving on, kind of being an ass, saying like I, I liked it, but it's just I got to do my thing. And then later on, he's got a song kind of being like. Mm-hmm. How's Wish everyone going? Paid Kinda, attention to it. Yeah. Or, you know, stuck around. But that's all part of the human experience. You know, you can't be this guy and then forever. And uh, the, the journey he needed to go, he didn't have time to uh, stay around. Um, yeah, it's just uh, a standard. And standard doesn't mean bad or obvious. It's just, it's a road, a road song. Yeah, it's, it's a free bird. Free bird, it's, yeah. He yeah. kind of... A great one. Yeah, I, and it's just the reason it is. It's because it's reality. You know, a ton of people, artists, go through it, or just anyone that has to travel a lot, takes a toll on the uh, the other person who's always around. And what are they doing? What are they up to? What are they building in there? Great, pretty, and just so we've done old fifty-five jazz piano. Hope that I don't fall in love with you. Acoustic. Folky, Virginia Avenue, drunken piano, old shoes, acoustic. So yeah. right now it's back and forth. Um, and and I would say those are the kind of upbeat songs. You know, the, we had the same problem with Cat Power where it's like, what does that even mean? But just that was more, a little more. Well, there's the, 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 drumming most, and the most upbeat song is still to come up. Oh, yeah, yeah for the, sure. Of the upbeat songs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sing songy long. Yeah. Um, sing songy long. Sing songy long. <laughs> That's a Japanese word. Yeah. For uh, sing along. for next song. Yeah. Now this is uh, <laughs> this is my favorite section going into these next four. Are the the bangers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're mellow as hell. Uh, let's start it up. Number five, Midnight Lullaby. Kind of suspended, yeah. and we're back in. Yeah, he, kind of, he was kind of doing that with, uh, with like, a, like a old fifty-five, and he'll do it with the next song and, and the it's, next song after too. Where he just kind of—it's a drunken plays. thing to do. Yeah, you do absolutely. that when you're drunk. You're slurring yeah. the words. Yeah, he's like poet. He's uh, melodically slurring. Yeah. Um, that intro too. I mean, the trumpet. This trumpet is. Uh, this is what's his name again? Dennett. Is that his, uh, yep, Delbert Bennett. Oh, Bennett. Yeah, I said Dennett. I mean, this sound, I mean, it's just a jazz album right now. Yeah. This, uh, this part here, I w- we'll just listen to it for a second. Yeah, such a good intro. The piano's got a lot of reverb on them. Yeah. Well, it's ringing. I think it's just the sustain. But the, the, it's the sustain. Oh, it took out the piano sound? Huh? It's just the sustain sound? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's, it's like an older, older style piano with the sustain. And you can get these, mm-hmm. like, I, I have two pianos at my house. I have a full baby grand, and it's just more of a full sound. But there's one with the sustain pedal just kind of... Moves everything out with a little with, It's just it's acoustic reverb. It's yeah. uh, analog reverb. Uh, Sounds so good. Yeah. And you don't even have to be playing that much. No, and it sticks around. It just and you can sticks. Just play it. You just yeah. press it the right way. Um, and and it's it's a good offer counter reaction to the trumpet sound. The yeah, trumpet's sharp absolutely. and stabbing, and then you get this like reverb wrapping around it. Yeah, and the way he ends it here. There with, you go. With uh, Brahms lullaby. Hush, hush um, little baby. Yeah. And a different kind of almost a circusy key. It's yeah. not the it's not the regular key no. that major key you're used to hearing. It's yeah. almost like a like a carnival, you know. And 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 then just the whole the the, the sentiment of this song is just beautiful. He's just with a with a girl, you know. You can burn the midnight oil with me. We can go as long as you will. Stare out the moon upon the windowsill and dream. Uh-huh. And like maybe they were drunk chit chatting for a while, you know, just shooting the shit, talking about life. Everyone's getting a little drunk, and she just kind of stops for a second, looks out the window, and he's just like, 
my letter B right yeah. now. But but I'm not gonna be like say something anywhere. or yeah. yeah or I'm gonna go in the other room. I'll just we'll just be quiet. We'll put on a good record. That's uh, that's kind of the uh, sorry the the line that just came up is off of that uh, off the new Radiohead album. Uh, I think we ref- ref- reference this album every time since it's come uh, out. Yeah. I think we reference it. I've done it every time. <laughs> well, the line the sing, the single song of Sixpence yeah, is off a, of Burn the Witch. Well, it's, it's a like big a English nursery. The kind of thing. Yeah, it was huge in England. It's yeah, a big yeah. English nursery room. Yeah, uh, which is funny. And it's just, yeah, just a song about dreaming, wishing you maybe you were somewhere else, like uh, West Virginia or the British Isles. Um, you know, dream a little dream. And, and kind of being there with someone and not, not uh, pushing them to, hey, wait, come on, let's, yeah, what are you doing? With me. Just look at her. She's, and she's probably like beautiful and the, the moon hitting her looking out the window. And he's just sitting there like, damn, look at that girl. Yeah, and, and this is just this song continues the the theme of nighttime songs looking at the moon. And he the probably moon wrote this is at everywhere. Yeah. in this album. Yeah, he is. It's probably two in the afternoon, sunny California. Yeah, yeah. Or wrote the songs and just had to record oh, them. Absolutely, but, uh, yeah. These songs were not. Or you're in a music studio, and you are in the dark, anyways. That's so you true. Can, you know, you one, don't. You can't tell shit. It's just like no. when you're at uh, Vegas. You don't know yeah. if it's day or night. No. That's true. Yeah. He probably had the candles lit and. Yeah. Getting put down the clocks and, turned on to one, yeah, 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Put and he put little like moon stickers that glow mm-hmm. just so he could see the moon because he yeah. sings about it every time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's oh, I, midnight lullaby. I don't know what else you would call this song. Mm-hmm. That's it. He does and he doesn't say it, does he? No. No. Even before they go out with the Brahms lullaby at the end it's still it's just like a drunken lullaby yeah well and he keeps on I just when he just does the dream and yeah. he just says it over and over yeah. again and just kind of drifts off and then he's putting her to bed with the the hush little baby mm-hmm. great great fucking song yeah. everything lyrics instrumental it's just got feels is what they say nowadays yeah. it, feels for days I mean, if you don't feel this one, I feel for you, bro. Yeah. Um, if you don't feel this next song, yeah, this one's a well. Yeah, George and I talked about this for these the two woman name songs, Martha and Rosie. Next, uh, your favorites? Yeah, my favorites too. Yeah, yeah. and we uh, didn't even as, talk about as this as well as old shoes, but uh, Martha and Rosie are, are pretty phenomenal, pretty phenomenal songs. And uh, are these real women? Or are they just figment of his imagination? Probably a little of both. Well, we uh, put you to bed with Hush Little Baby. Here's Martha.
Come rising in. Yeah, the chorus lets you know it's fucking here. It's on. I mean, that shows how much love he still has for this woman that he wrote that chorus. So, yeah, you got a, a, a man here. This is what I was alluding to earlier. A guy checking in on a, a woman he let go. An old love. An old love. An old love. This, and and 40 I, years are now, and he'll go on more. It's been a while. It's been a long time. And, you know, we all think back to what's going on now. It's this is that interpretation. It, it kind of leaves it open. Is he regretting? Is he just checking in innocently? Is he still a fuck up? And he's just like maybe my this time for me, you know? Because yeah, he says he's, you know, uh, I feel so much older and you're much older too. How's your husband and how's your kids? You know, I got married too. I got married. Am I still married? No, yeah, that leaves that out. Yeah, like, he could be alone now. Lucky that you found someone to make you feel secure because we were all so young and foolish. Now we are mature. I think more or less that's what he's going at is like, he, it was one, a, a girl that he fucked up with and is is looking back like, uh, you know, you were a good one. Hope everything's fine. Hope you, I hope you found someone that, you know, treats you better than I did. Or, yeah. you know, but well, then again, I was a young guy and, we, we you know, maybe well, it just wasn't meant to be. He, he also says... I was also so impulsive. Yeah. I guess that I still am. Yeah. So he's probably like, that was probably my problem, and that's still my problem. And it looks like this is what I'm doing by this is who I calling am. you on the phone. Yeah. yeah, it looks like I'm still doing the same yeah. stupid shit. And maybe I am with someone, and I'm now calling you, drunkenly missing you. Yeah, I guess our, our being together was never meant to be. But then he loves you. One more time, the chorus. I think even the strings come up more. Oh, you got the background vocals. That's what it is. And it seems like everything slows down for the chorus. And back to romantic young love, the... The days when you were just still, maybe huge dreamer. You didn't have the, the bills and you know just the day to day. It was still you guys were just living in that special first love moment. Maybe they got that place together. You haven't been continually, continually fucked by life over and over and over again. Yeah. At this point, that you're so optimistic about things, and this is the this is the old Tom Frost. Um, what it says, you know, and thank probably, you for probably saying a, a nickname for you know. Well, um, perfect segue. Tom Frost was uh, a character in Naked Lunch, uh, William Burroughs. 
Now, I think he, he could just say Tom Waits, but he had a rhyme with cost, yeah. so he said Tom Frost, and he was probably reading to, uh, Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, but so, you say Burroughs, so Boston. Do I? Burroughs. Bill Burr. Burroughs. <laughs> I don't know. Burroughs? How do you say it? Burroughs. Burroughs? William Burroughs? William Burroughs? William Burroughs? Burroughs? Burroughs. What's your problem, Burroughs? No, no, no problem, bro. Don't be such a jerk, bro. <laughs> Burroughs? Through the five boroughs. Uh, the, 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 the quick little thing on Tom Frost in the book was, uh, there's a quote, um, I've been killing my wife off slowly for years, not intentionally. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what this character is, just slowly, I'm, I'm just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're like, you're lucky that we, it's been 40 years. Yeah. I'm checking in on you, but like, I know what I, what, what I could have been. 40 for years, maybe you can, maybe I'm forgiven now. Yeah, right? For what I did to you? Yeah, yeah. Sure wasn't that bad. Does she remember it as great as he does? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, yeah, like, oh yeah, that guy I dated in my 20s? And you're like, mother... Like, that fucking... Bitch. Yeah. I love... I've been thinking... I fucked up with her and I've been thinking about her regularly since. And I'm drunk here and I'm on, calling the operator, you know? Even like, he says to the, the first couple lines there... Um, <clears throat> Operator, please, it's been so many years. Will she still remember my old voice while I fight the tears? Hello, hello there. This is Martha? This is Tom. So, yeah, he was just like, oh, fuck. And if he's already I'm fighting doing. the tears, then he's drunk. And yeah. he's already getting emotional. Yeah. Martha? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I hope everything's okay. Uh... Yeah, I've had, I've, had, <laughs> I've had old buddies call me up. Not drunk, but on substances and crying. And it's it's a very weird thing when someone's very out of their mind, mm-hmm. but very emotional. It, mm-hmm. It's it's real. It's just like oh boy, like I'm I'm at work or whatever. Yeah. You just like you We're ca- in complete what two you, different headspaces. Yeah, right where now. do you want? I can't even go here. You're yeah. you're spilling guts, and I'm about to go out and mm-hmm. whatever with yeah. my husband and my wife and my kids. <laughs> yeah, or my kids. I haven't thought about you in 20 years, but. Yeah. Um, well, one quick thing is right at the end. What do you think about this? And I, I think I got it from a comment section from one of the people that love this song. The last thing is, and I remember quiet evenings trembling close to you. Is that her response after picking up the? Uh, Ooh. You like that? And I remember quiet evenings trembling close to you. Does that mean like I remember like being scared and you were her, protecting me, her, or her, just her being like? Line, yeah. Her first line back. Yeah. I remember quiet evenings trembling next to you. Is trembling like being afraid or just you were protecting me or just being... Not knowing what to say in quiet evenings trembling close to you? Yeah, because he's he's going the whole point, the whole time of like, you know, those were the he's going, those were the days, you know, roses of poetry and prose. And Martha, all I had was you and all he had was me. There were no tomorrows. We packed away our sorrows and we saved them for a rainy day. And then she, he's done talking and she's like, yeah, and I, I, I remember quiet evenings trembling close to you. And like, trembling out of fear? Yeah. Just uh, drunk and uh, yeah, they're like, no, you were a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, maybe I actually never even thought about it like that. And I didn't it's kind of throwing a monkey wrench in the in the song. It's nice because it's uh-huh. kind of just it's two lines, and it doesn't really fit with the rest of him. Yeah, you kind of building it up to this. Mm-hmm. There was this beautiful relationship, and just I remember quiet evenings and trembling. <laughs>
I was wondering how many more piano keys he's gonna. Yeah, have. yeah. The, the, in a couple in a couple songs, he'll do it where it's just like he's gratuitously just pressing high high end uh, piano keys there, <laughs> just to, <laughs> just to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Buckley covered this song. Yeah. A couple years after, and you said Bette Midler too, right? Yeah, I think I saw Ben Miller, but I could be wrong. Um, but no, Ben Miller, we all kind of know her, yep. who she was, but she was a very popular singer for, for quite, a, quite a while. I honestly don't know anything about her besides Wind Beneath My Wings, so mm-hmm. I, I'd be interested. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's fucking talented. Yeah. Um, and Tim Buckley, if you don't know, is Jeff Buckley. If you don't know him, you should check them out, but uh, that's Tim, uh, Jeff Buckley's dad, and he's like jazz, folk, and he's got some really great stuff, so mm-hmm. check him out as well. Um, we love it. Love yeah. this song. So that's Martha. Should we go on to the next lady in his life? Lady. Yeah. And this is another, uh, another regret yeah. song. Twin Towers here. Again, Martha. When, when, when you're drunk, most likely it's going to be a lot of regret you're feeling. Yeah. And he feels it for Rosie. Let's go, Rosie. Let's hear what you got. favorite choruses uh-huh. on, the, Absolutely. on the album and so just lovelorn yeah just <laughs> god damn i fucked up i'm gonna write this beautiful you know out of the pain comes these beautiful melodies mm-hmm. yeah the way he does the why do you evade the way he says evade and yeah. persuade just that extra little like that drunken push on it and then he and then uh, i think for the album it's the one time he goes high note on the rosy Right at the the end of it, I think it's his only high. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Little nice little twist and backup vocals. Yeah, absolutely. the backup vocals are like always makes it. They're, they're so sad with it. There's another. Uh, it's like the second reference uh, to the windowsill. No, we got a lot of references here. Yeah. We got windowsill. We got the moon. We got the tomcat that mm-hmm. you brought up. We're in the midnight spree. He brought up melody. Didn't he say something about a melody in another song? Um, yeah, I mean, it's all coming back to him. I mean, it, it, if, if we're gonna go just the drunken way, he's repeating himself. Yeah. It's just, I just love you, or is this? It's like the same story, just different girl. You know? <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, yeah. You can have love for many people, Absolutely. nothing wrong with that. Um, but why do you evade? How can I proceed? Like, you can't, You've, you done fucked up. Yeah. And he's blown on his horn. That's his, him playing the trumpet. 
And we're and you know it goes back to uh, Cat Power, the Moon, just him and the Moon, mm-hmm. the only one up besides me. Like a tomcat, yeah. you know, you just just a lonely cat looking up at the moon. Yeah. And all, all he can think of to do is write a melody. Uh-huh. And that's that's the life of a exactly, songwriter. That's exactly what he did, too. I mean, just the, a hell of the a way song. he goes, again, with, right here like this. Like, just the way he blends it into everything yeah. is so good. You know, and it's a kind of feeling sorry for yourself song. Mm-hmm. Uh, 208, what, where are we then this song now? Are you close to 208? Let's see. Piano. Just like doing rhythm, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Letting, the, letting the boys jump up, and then just I'm gonna kill you once again with the chorus. Mm-hmm. Two big, uh, two big choruses. So his his two lady name songs are devastating. Yeah. As they call it, we brought it up for a Cat Power episode. The Tom, or uh, Willie, sorry, Willie. Um, you know, thing, and it's just kind of stories of the person. Yeah. Of people that have helped you or that you've lost and love and just the weird characters that come up in your life. Uh-huh. In your own little uh, your world. Absolutely beautiful. Tom Waits killing it. Uh, so let's go to the next one out of the, the four that really just kill me. These This is the last one out of this little round. Should we let, let the listeners guess what this song is called? Without, yeah, well, you, you don't want to even say what the name is? No. Let's go, number eight. Yeah. Guess what the song is called. This is seconds to think of what the name of this song is. Three, two, one. Tell him, George. This song is called Lonely. Lonely. Tom Waits. 
it's lonely. He is lonely. Everybody is lonely. We are all lonely. You're gonna die alone. Yeah. Um, this. Chances are we all were. As a, per- as a person who likes to try to write songs, I this is absolutely him just sitting there, and this was the first thing he came up with, and he was like, perfect. Yep, that'll work. No need to be like, oh no, I'm saying lonely too much. No, it's exactly what needs to be said. Now, George, is he lonely or is he missing being lonely? Good question. Is he I missing? Think he is, lonely. is he singing too lonely? Like I miss lonely. Like another, <laughs> I love like song a, to being lonely. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. I think we bring up Nirvana every fucking time too. But that I miss the comfort in being sad. You mm. know, just I I felt safe in loneliness. Uh huh. Or or you know he might still be. And then he says he switches it. We got another woman here, Melanie Jane, another little lady. Is mm-hmm. that a reference to Mary Jane? We don't know. Because Melanie Jane won't feel the pain. Yeah. But does he say like she won't feel the pain that I feel? Or is the drug gonna help him not feel, or make him feel more lonely? Or the girl, or Melanie Jane is super lonely girl that he can't even help out. Yeah, he just looks at her and he's like lonely girl. She's got lonely eyes, lonely face. He's lonely in her place. And I still love you. Always. Yeah. Yeah. But then I still love you lonely. Yeah, I, 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 I could, I, I could yeah. give it that, that it's a, a lonely woman that he just can't seem to uh, help out. Yeah, he can't seem to break into. She's just... Uh, She's a broken girl. But the Melanie Jane's weird. Does that, the MJ make you think marijuana? I mean, Mary Jane, Melanie Jane's close. It, Melanie Jane won't Jane feel the pain. pain. He does like smoking pot. Lonely, 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 lonely eyes, lonely face. Lonely, lonely in your place. Lonely, lonely, lonely eyes, lonely face, lonely, lonely in your place. Yeah. Sounds like a like a Dr. Seuss rhyme about being lonely so yeah. far. Yeah, and it goes back to that songwriting. I think uh, <laughs> David Gilmore, Pink Floyd is uh, Roger Waters is a little insecure about like breathe, breathe in the air, don't be afraid to care. You know, it just sounds so like basic, like anyone writing is like, that's perfect. Like, don't ever try to think you have to write smart or like you're writing a book with big words. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the most basic, that's what works. And you can see that in all the pop songs. It's a little too, I, I, I don't think that is compared to a pop song, but you don't, to, to get a kind of feeling across, maybe sometimes you just have to keep saying the word over and over again. Yeah, like brevity. Instead yeah. of being like, this song's about lonely, but I won't say lonely because I'm too smart to say mm-hmm. This song's about being lonely, yeah, yeah, but I'll never say the word lonely. Yeah, just now. Which, is... and that's fine too, you can do that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, it, but you... it's fine saying it 45 times in a 50 word song. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, a lot of different ways. Is he lonely? Does he miss being lonely? Does, is Melanie Jane just a lonely woman that he can't get into, but he would? He still loves her no matter what? Um. It's a desperate one. It's it's got that the moon feeling from Cat Power. There's mm-hmm. that him by himself and his instrument, just like her. Pretty pretty bare, but I love it. Yeah. Gets me in a good gets me in a good mood. I don't know why. Maybe I like the, the it's, comfort. It, it's uh it's lonely, but it's lovely. Lovely lonely. Yeah. 
Should be so, called Lovely Lonely. That's what you should call it. Or it should be Lonely with like parentheses of the V, v in it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. See, we're, Tom Waits, the, in his, his 72 brain couldn't think of that, but we're in 2016. We're smarter. <laughs> lonely, great one. Uh, the next one might be the only up-tempo song uh, on the album, and it doesn't start that way. And I have opinions about why. Let's Ice go to it. Cream Man. an old old honky tonk style country song yeah weren't expecting it especially with that intro and and the actual the song ends like that as well mm-hmm. and I, it kind of almost sounds like uh like it's very dreamy the piano almost like he's in a lucid dream and now he just goes to this world where he's like this is what he imagines it's almost like a satire song where he's just like i'm the guy up on the piano I'm the swinging guy, like, I'm the one that can lay the pipe and I'm give you the best sex ever and you'll never need anything else. And He's look the at man. Me. He's the fucking man. When I'm drunk on stage, I am yeah. king, conqueror, you know. And, and I, I should have mentioned that even throughout the whole album is... He's a very satirical man that a lot of these songs could have be satire too. Yeah. Well, I'm clicking by your house about 2:45 with a sidewalk uh, sidewalk Sunday surprise. Got a cherry popsicle right on time. A big stick, mama, that'll blow your mind. <laughs> yep, doing the the lemon song kind of thing that uh, Led Zeppelin would do, just using uh, fruits and food for some sexual Reference innuendo. Your, your penis. He's got, a, he's got a dick that works, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, His dick. Tom Waits. Dick works. <laughs> At least 73. Uh, and when you're, when you're tired and you're hungry and you want something cool, you got something better than a swimming pool. I'm not rich. See? And now... My dick So it's like, strong. yeah, he's jazzing, and that's kind of like back to dreamland. Mm-hmm. No, so, no, so you're back to Rosie and... Martha and all your your sadder songs. See me coming, you ain't got no change. Don't worry, baby, it can be arranged. Show me a smile, baby, just for me. Fix you with the drumstick, I'll do it for free. Then he wakes up from his his uh, his awesome dream. Yeah, and he's lonely. Isn't that dreamy? It's very dreamy. Uh, yeah. God, it was so dreamy. It's like but- a music box yeah it, it, it throws it off that that song it's a, it, it's nice it, it's like you said it sounds just a standard from the 40s mm-hmm. even the way the it's like elvis or something yeah or jerry lewis, jerry lewis yeah. yeah carl perkins just uh, uh johnny cash i i, I 
Little it makes more sense when I think of it more as just being this little dream sequence he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I never thought about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because he's, he's so confident here. Yeah. He's pointing at people. Uh-huh. Like, probably standing up. Probably up. standing up from the piano. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh-huh. Doing little There's tricks. here. Yeah. Showing off his little vocal ability a little more here. And he's got like a some accent. He's, like he's from California, but it sounds like he's got some New York. Like, yeah. That's America opening up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say it, it's Tom Waits' official banger. I mean, if there's like an uh-huh. upbeat song. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> Powerful cool, ice cream man. Cool little guitar playing right here. Uh huh. Um, 155. Is that where we're at? Yeah, this. It's a little skit scat kind of guitar. Kind of feeds off of his vocals. Get up tempo song. Absolutely. All right, we're coming into the final stretch. Uh, we slow down for the rest of the album, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, that's what it's been for most of the album, anyways. Yeah. There's uh, one to make. Oh, it's an up tempo album now. Yeah. Hey. Let's yeah, no, remind you what the rest of it's. You been start like. talking like that. But yeah. sweet little song here, "Little Trip to Heaven," number ten. On the wings of your love. Uh, bringing up the moon again. Yeah. 
it's, it's a lot of, lot of information you can get from the mood of the Tom Waits album. <laughs> I, I, I really like the second verse, and I don't have to take no trip to outer space. All I have to do is look at your face, and before I know it, I'm in orbit around you. Thank my lucky stars that I found you. When you're... When I see your constellation, honey, you're my inspiration. And it's you. I love, Boom. He, I love the way he Boom. sings that too. When you see a constellation, honey, you're my inspiration. And going back, thank my lucky stars. I was saying that on the other album where she was saying, like, I'm right here, you know, like, live in the moment. Thank, thank your life for what it is at this moment. This is kind of what he's saying. Like, I found it and I, I get it. Yeah. Those oh, other... yeah. He's the he's kind of the man in the situation. Yeah. You're like, the opposite. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I see what's going on. This is good. Mm-hmm. Are these after all those other ladies? He finally found. He, is this after all those other ladies that didn't work out? There were one night stands that were sorry, honey, I gotta go on the road. But this one's different. This one's this one's I mean, he's comparing it to. His North Star. Uh, it's where he. I think uh, it's hilarious that he called it "Little Trip to Heaven" on the wings of your love. Right. Yeah. It's like this is very <laughs> in your face. This is a love song. Yeah, I mean it was enough "Little Trip to Heaven" mm-hmm. on the wings of your love. Yeah. It just keeps going. And then he shoots you. Go to 135 is a nice trumpet solo we can listen to. And it's that kind of that tone right there, that melancholy. Yeah, so I think I'm pretty me. sure it's called the muted trumpet. Where they put they put like a, oh, yeah. a bit in the trumpet and you play. It so it doesn't get that kind of brassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not big. This is like a it's muted, so the hires are out. It's, it's less, you know, yeah. it's less aggressive or whatever, and it makes it sound real sad. Yeah, I'm checking this one off for uh, my wedding. This is one. It's a great one. It is. It's I mean, out of, out of all the other songs that were, we're twerking. broken hearts and stuff, mm-hmm. this, is, this is love. I mean, I guess he's, well, no, yeah, even um, as we said, I hope I don't fall in love with you is a trick is a trick on you. Yeah. Old 55 is just the one I stand. I mean, that lullaby, that's a love song for sure. But that's just almost like people wishing they were another place this is like a straight up like um this is like like you said it's the cat power uh i'm looking for the one yeah and you're the one and i acknowledge you're the one yeah and then he's saying he is the guy being like hey baby i'm the one yeah i'm here let's do this i'm the ice cream man Mm -hmm. (laughs) so maybe ice cream man got him to this level some good ass ice cream (laughs) (laughs) all right let's go to the song that 
David Geffen heard uh, the Troubadour and that bowled him over to uh, get him onto Asylum Records. Also, one of uh, Tom Petty's most popular songs. Great Fruit Moon. Tom Petty? You know what I mean. <laughs> one of those special moons, you know? It's not the moon that he sees every time. Yeah, is This big grapefruit moon is like... This is a, he's kind of... It's uh, kind of... This is his love song to the moon. Like, you've been there for me kind of thing, you know? You'll never leave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is a great melody, the song. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? Is, like, I could see Billy Joel doing this song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even as like, eh, this part. Sounds like Billy Joel. And that was right around that time. Maybe he thought he was him and Billy Joel. Or... 73, yeah. Yeah, that's when yeah. they were starting. Yeah, it's weird. I was think, considered fuckers. Billy Joel in that era. It totally is. Yeah. yeah totally he, is. He got bigger a little later because he didn't really do much. Yeah. We'll probably do one of his albums someday. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And he was in L.A. around that time, mm-hmm. too. Two piano crooners. Pimps. I mean, this song is just like Grapefruit Moon River, you know? It really is. And it's actually not one of my, like, it's beautiful, but it's not one that I put as the best. Oh, me neither. But it's one of his biggest, right? Yeah. Because it's a beautiful fucking song. Yeah. Now I'm smoking cigarettes and I strive for purity as I slip just like the stars into obscurity. That's a great line. Mm hmm. Yeah, the strings here. There. Are you uh, like 210 or more? This is three. Listen to this part. Love that drop. Striving for purity. 
Fruit Moon. There you go. Right on time. Thanks, dog. Um, all right. So I think are, are we ready to go to the final song? Final song. Now, uh, let me just quickly. Do you have anything else you want to say about anything? Because I think we're gonna play out to this song. Yeah. Um. Well, we may as well. Yeah. Um. So this is the way the album sort of ends. It's one last little part. Um. But. Thank you for listening. We got through this one pretty quick. Um, give this album a listen when you're feeling like listening to this. Like, this is an album you might not like because, um, I mean, if you listen to this far, I'm, I'm assuming it's because you like it. But this album is so perfect in the right. I'm just gonna say that by any album, but yeah. This, uh, this one I feel is melancholy quite often. Um, or just relatable, you know? Mm-hmm. And in the right mood, this is just perfect. Yeah. Between this and Cat Power is the greatest. Give it as like a Saturday morning or Sunday morning. Yeah. Laying in bed still. Put those two on. Give them a, give them a full, you know, 45 minutes. What are you going to do with your time? Uh, other 45 minutes? You can do some laundry or clean the dishes. Yeah, or absolutely. But, you know, just uh, we'll let you. We'll and let give you. it a shot. We'll let you do laundry. Um... So thank you for listening. Uh, go, don't forget to... Re- if you guys want to leave us comments and stuff, if you do listen to this, just talk to us. Just say yeah. what's up. Um, I think what, a couple people wrote some things. Yeah, so. there's been, yeah, exactly. And there's been a couple people who have said what's up and, uh, and given, given some nice little shout-outs, and we thank those people. Um, but new people, I uh, say what's up. If you like it, if you don't, whatever. Um, We'll try to keep doing better. I feel like we're getting better. So stick around, and I think we'll uh, we'll eventually get the hang of this and yeah, you know, do it pretty good. Yeah. So all right, let's let's end it with this this uh, a couple quotes here, just a really nice nice segue into the end of this. Jerry Yester, the producer, he I don't know if it was specifically this session for this song or just the overall, but he quoted as the most magical session I've ever been involved in and this is a guy who's been in tons of different projects Um, and at the end of this song so I believe it was for the specific song that they they was mentioning this but this this closing time it's just an instrumental it's recorded in full all live Mm -hmm. all together looking Mm -hmm. at each other and the quote is uh, at the end no one spoke for what felt like five minutes, either in the booth or out in the room. No one budged. No one wanted that moment to end. Nice. Closing yeah. time, folks. And you'll hear it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Closing time. It's a perfect encompassing. Yeah. We don't want this moment to end. Yeah. Uh, and it it's is. It's going to right now. Too early. And a good, uh, a good segue into ending our podcast is to going out with closing time. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Later.